Everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sight set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Welcome back to Mr.'s Irrelevant Podcast on Brooklyn Rebound Network. Subscribe. To, I'm going to say that up front today. Get subscribed to this. If you just clicked on it randomly or something, saw a link on Twitter or something, hit go to iTunes or wherever you can subscribe to podcasts. Hit subscribe for great Niffle football talk. It's the Super Bowl preview right now. It's your boy Padre speaking. Um, we have a whole back catalog of the whole season. Uh, but uh, it's the last one. I mean, I don't. This might be the last pod in a while. What do you guys think? She said, "Marv." Yeah, man. Um, it's bittersweet, but this NFL season has been so bad that it's not as sad as other seasons. Put it that way. So, I'll still see you guys around. We'll still be friends. Uh, you know, if you want to have me on the basketball pod, we can do that too. That's true. I've been too. Do- so also on uh, Brooklyn Rebound Network. Um, we uh, less less uh, often than this NFL one during the NFL season, at least. We do uh, a basketball show as well, or I do with uh, my friend Enam there, Pod Nam. He wanted to, he was asking me if I wanted to record that yesterday, a new episode, and I was like, I don't want to. Like, no, <laughs> NBA is too depressing. This is more depressing to me right now than really, uh, yeah, than uh, than uh, that this bad football season, which I still always love. Football. I mean, my team went on sixteen. I don't care. Why are you depressed, man? The Cavs go through this every year. Yeah, well, Kevin Love is hurt now. They're playing. Like maybe, shit. maybe Kevin Love being hurt will lead to Isaiah getting his mojo back. I don't, I don't see how growing a foot and a half and learning to play defense. Yeah. Well, he's, he's never going to learn to play defense. They said he's the worst de- defensive rating in the last twenty-five years for anyone. Well, the thing that the, might have been true last year, like in his in his best season. Well, maybe but, it beat his own record. I don't but know. the thing, or, or why I find it so crazy, is that when he's in Boston, no one, everyone knows he's a bad defender, but no one's talking about it as much as they are now. Well, because. Because that Brad system Stevens that knows they have how to in hide Boston. his one bad defender, yeah. Right. The system is good in Boston. So maybe And the there's problem... more bad defenders on the Cavs, so it's harder to hide anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, love being out my help with that, I guess, but... But, I mean, we thought Kyrie Never was forget that in the biggest and... moment of his career, Kevin Love was, a, was an above-average defensive player. Yeah. No. Well, if, if it's uh, Steph Curry out on the wing or out, out, in, out behind the arc, Kevin Love is good at defending that, but... He's bad, really bad at defending uh, the pick and roll, which is more important for someone of his position and size. But Kyrie is not a bad defender. He's just a lazy defender. Like, he just doesn't care yep. a lot of the time. When he so, tries, he can defend. So that's the point. Like, maybe it's just... Isaiah maybe, literally physically cannot. Maybe it's a cultural thing in Cleveland because before this year, it was Kyrie doesn't defend. Now Kyrie goes to Boston and... He can defend just fine. Yeah, there's something there's something wrong with that team. So maybe it's a coach. He's not defending like the whole year. He isn't he, it's not like he's had like however many games so far of great defense. Like he's went up. And well, down like so Crowder so. hasn't been playing up to the level of defense that he like. No, Crowder only like, started playing better again like very recently. Yeah, 
and he's still not great or anything. I, no, I mean, the Cavs are just depressing to me right now. Yeah, they go through it every year, but then there's still the whole uh, LeBron everything talk. Oh, so my again, God. I just don't want to deal with talking about that right now, even though I clearly am right now, but that, I'm not supposed to be at a Super Bowl. Well, what happened today, that rumor about of he, LeBron the, to Golden State. I mean, I mean, if he did that, happen. I'm done. I'm done with NBA. Like, nev- oh, I'll be done with NBA, like, but I, I'm a LeBron fan. Oh, well, you're done being LeBron fan. Yeah, I could. There's no way you could defend him or anything that he does. Or it well, would what is what would even be the point of having an NBA at this point if all literally all the best players are on one team? Yeah, there's no right. right. There's the got to be watching? some line between uh, like players having no control over their like lives and fortunes and one team being unbeatable for ten years. Yeah, having competitively, I mean, they might be unbeatable for ten years regardless, which is the scary part. No, yeah. uh, maybe. I mean. It's hard to say with the longevity like Durant is going to have. Like, if you compare him to LeBron, most people haven't been able to keep that up. What he's done, so it's a good point. We'll but, but I mean, they have the shooters that uh, you know. Kyle Korver is pretty old now. He's still a good shooter. Like a uh, Clay Thompson or something can maybe the defense will fall off a little bit, but I'm sure he can keep the strap off and and Curry and everything. But no, nah, I'm just not in a good a good headspace with NBA right now. So hopefully that'll change, but. Um, and then, there's, of course, there's news from my beloved Cleveland Tribe this week. Yeah. No more, talking yeah. About I'm so no happy. Chief <laughs> I think there's a different <laughs> difference of opinion I mean, between my two co By the way, we I said your name, Chief, said Marv. We were talking, didn't even introduce you, Eric, a.k.a. Uh, young uh, Spooky, Young Clavicle, E-Nam. A.k.a. Young NFL So Depressing. I'm going to hijack this conversation, whether it's with NBA Talk or a review of Phantom Thread. <laughs> All right. Well, you went, uh, uh, no spoilers. I haven't seen that yet. But Whew. you uh, you went a little too lengthy with that. I guess it's your deal uh, coming up with a new one every week. They can't all be winners. You run out of gems. It's the end of the season. But yeah, but. Although back- Phantom Thread was a gem. Okay, well, no one's put this, the screener online. I like to watch all these movies when they get leaked mm-hmm. online. Like, uh, I watched uh, I, Tanya. That was pretty good. Oh, nice. But uh, no one's put that one on yet. I, mean, uh, I don't pay for them. I'm not trying to pay for these movies to go to the theater. Fair. I got I'm that movie pass. I'm, I'm a movie guy again this year. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, my brother has that. I think it's where you like pay like a dollar to go to a movie or something. Uh, it's like $10 a month, and then you don't pay to go to and the And then movies. you don't pay. You can just go to see as many as you want. I don't like going to the theater that much. I, I really do. Plus, like, Alamo uh, here in New York participates, so it's like... Oh, yeah, that's a newer uh, yeah, I'm a, Alamo. And I'm not overpaid now. to, like, feel bougie and get drunk while I watch my movie. Yeah, but then you're still... All right, you get the free movie, basically, but then you're going... You get the order food, right? $9. Yeah, trick at Alamo, just like... Some of the food is, like, borderline bad bar food, and some of it's good. you got to, like, learn... But then you're just paying. Like, you get better bar food just going to a bar. Oh, absolutely. And cheaper drinks. But you can't get drunk in a regular theater. Like, that's... You guys, y'all know me. Well, you can. It's called a flat. Still the same old alcoholic. It's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, Padre has a point there with the flask. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. I don't really like drinking in... I don't really like getting drunk during movies either, to be honest. I mean, you get a I mean, low like buzz rolling. I like thing, to you have a drink and not feeling it, but I don't like getting blacked out at a not blacked out, but I don't like getting real drunk at a movie. Like, you I mean, there are certain movies that I prefer to be drunk. Um, like if if we're watching like a superhero movie, like I hate them so much that I'm not gonna just like, oh fuck this, I'm not gonna watch it. Like I will absolutely watch it, but I like to play a drinking game so that like. I'm still engaged with this, like, horrible movie with a, like, bad, cheesy plot that exists only to justify itself and or the Iraq War. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah, Rag War. But what are what are some of these things on the drinking game? Like drink when what happens? Oh, I don't know. My uh, the most memorable time was Captain America: Civil War, and I couldn't tell you what the rules are because we just like my little brother and I just got like so fucking drunk. Like his wife just passed out in the first thirty minutes. Wow. Yeah, I don't watch superhero movies. I'm only into Batman, and he's technically not a superhero. So. They're they're, was Batman, they're horrendous movies. Uh, well, because he has he no powers. He doesn't have any superpowers. He's a vigilante. So he's a, he's a renegade cop. He's an ICE agent. Exactly. Abolish ICE. <laughs> what, what if I scap Batman on their side? Maybe we'd start coming around. <laughs> That's like the new PR they have to have. God damn it. Like, separate, like, the, the Mexican two-year-old from their parents with a batarang or something. Right, right. So now it's, like, metal to hate immigrants, yeah. Yeah, so... Anyway, this is a football podcast, ostensibly. Yeah, is it started off really, really. And the Super Bowl, I've said it in the past, the Super Bowl is like, it's like almost football season's over at this point. It's yeah. just like a whole separate It's like thing. the last real party of event, whatever, was, was uh, last, you know, the other two weekend. Two weeks ago, yeah. Right. Almost two weeks ago. You can feel point. us all getting ready to, like, stop being football guys and start start yeah. start being culture boys again. <laughs> culture boys. I mean, will we restart? With a Z at the end. Will, will, uh, will we restart uh, the... Uh, the small council pod some of these days. I don't know. Maybe we'll do open that. Open to it. Open to I'm it. I'm kind of depressed about that, too, because when's the winter still not out? Uh, probably Fair. will never come out. That's the there are enough club. weeks between now and when, like, our, like, window for the show coming back in 2019 that you could almost do once, uh, one episode a week if you wanted to recap those. After football season, my friends and I think we're going to try that. Oh, you're, you're going to try it. Wait, recapping what? Each episode? Yeah. Just, like, okay. watch one a week. Yeah, yeah, got it, gotcha, gotcha. I was thinking book, book stuff, Get but, uh, but yeah, that's a good idea. Um, a- anyway, uh, though, but we didn't re- since the, since we didn't do a podcast last week on the bye week, we didn't we didn't do a Pro Bowl uh, preview. Well, big news in the NFL, or the biggest news: Dallas mystery. Right, traded right. from the Chiefs to the Redskins. Right, so we get some news before. Yeah. Should we do some news before we recap the uh, news? I was going to say since we didn't do it last week, we didn't recap the game, the AFC and NFC Championship, but or the Pro Bowl. But that could roll right into our uh, our Super Bowl preview. So yeah, news: Alex Smith. I thought the Browns were going to trade for him, but uh, maybe they still wanted to. But he, obviously, they made a deal with Washington, which means Kirk Cousins is definitely not resigning there. Yeah. And no, Kirk Cousins is going to get paid. The Browns are going to take their quarterback with, like, the 33rd pick that they acquire somehow. Uh, 33rd, 37th, and uh, he's not going to work out again. So are you saying gonna... that they're going to sign Cousins, or what are you saying? No, I mean, they're going to use, they're going to use like, some weird, odd-numbered pick, strange number, strangely numbered pick. So you're uh, saying that a quarterback that doesn't work pick... out instead of taking him the number one? Okay, got it. I think they will take a quarterback number one. I'm hoping they'll take Barkley... As a running back, number four. They might need to take him one, or he might get taken. That's a thing. Um, who? So you do have Colts? the one and the four, right? I don't know. The Colts need way more things than Saquon Barkley. The Colts need well, a offensive line like the to best protect fucking Andrew player. Luck. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I'm not big on Darnold or any of these guys. Or really. people are saying like Josh. Is that his name Josh Allen now? Something it's like that. Like yeah. Right, it's like right. a sub Kaiser level prospect. Most people thought until recently. But so. at the Senior Bowl, he did throw passes so hard and well that his receivers couldn't catch them, which really stood out to scouts. And he went to a school How that isn't really known. So well, right? he went to Wyoming, I think. 
So it's kind of like the Carson Wentz thing. Carson Wentz went to the school, no one kind of knew. Yeah, I didn't about know who Carson Wentz. Well, Wyoming is at least a, a division one, you know, FC, uh, FBS school. It's it's way bigger than uh, North Dakota State, but yeah, I don't. What do you? I mean, were you being sarcastic just now about this? Like he's throwing them so well, where people are. Like, no, there was a tweet that like some scout at like during the senior like game. Uh, tweeted that like he was really impressed with Josh Allen throwing his passes so hard, so like hard and like well and fast that his receivers just couldn't catch yeah. them. But throwing that's not right good though. Yeah, that's the joke. Oh, okh, yeah. okay, so he's completely was blinded by his like old man football guy lust. Hmm. Well, I don't know that, but that's Japanese. But where where do you think Cousins might sign if not uh, Cleveland? The Broncos, the Denver, Jets, yeah. the Vikings, Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals wouldn't be bad. I think the Jets, they have a lot of... They have the second most uh, uh, money uh, to spend behind the Browns. Yeah. And they need a quarterback. I mean, it, to me, it makes a lot of sense. I um, think they should the way, go after him. I, th- I, uh, I think I said in the last podcast, or one of our more recent ones, we were talking about coaching stuff, and, I, and there was a rumor that the Cardinals were going to um, bring in Pat Shermer as their new head coach. And the I, Giants I, I were saying at the time, yeah, well, that's what I'm leading into. I was saying at the time that's not a really great deal, and then the Giants end up doing yeah. it. I I mean I saw Shermer obviously it was the Browns like, and it was a couple of years ago. Maybe he's gotten better since then, and always the Browns are a mess. But he's I don't think he's gonna do well in New York. Honestly, like he he always had a, a problem making d- good decisions as a head coach. And I don't really see if that's gonna change. And like New York's not the uh, the, the landscape to do place, that. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't... I have no I read on what the Jets ever will do. Like, no, he's talking about the, the Giants. Giants. The Giants. Oh, fuck the Giants. The Pat Shermer hire mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, that's fine, I guess. It's one of those, like, it's it's not... Like, as, if I was a Giants fan, I wouldn't be excited about it. Yes, it, it would be one of those, excited. like, well, I guess... Like, we, we know what... Pat Shermer is a known quantity. Right. It's just someone that's known. He's one of those guys, like a Romeo Cornell, is like, great coordinator, hasn't yet proven that uh, he can do it as a head coach. Right. I mean, I don't know. I guess it could be worse. You could sign John Gruder for $100 million, right? Fuck oh, so, here. <laughs> just well, we've already talked about that one yeah. enough, I think, for now. <laughs> well, and then who the Cardinals did hire someone then, right? I uh, hadn't heard that man's name before in my life. I don't think I had either, but... <laughs> but uh, is there any teams right now without a head coach? Uh, well, the Cowboys, but well, I mean that. I mean they technically have the Titans. Like, did yeah. the Titans hire someone? Yeah, they did. They did. Ooh, Ooh wait, they were meeting with one of the Eagles Mike Vrabel. Guys. My bad. Yeah, Mike they Vrabel did sign Vrabel. That's right. the okay. Titans head coach. Yeah. yeah. So I think everyone is pretty much locked up. I guess McDaniel's is going to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, is going to the Lions, and uh, I, I mean I think we're. Pretty much shored up, right? Yeah, did anyone else have a vacancy? Maybe not. Not that I can remember. Um, okay, so... Guy from Miami get fired? No. No. No, he didn't. Uh, Gase? No. How many years has he been the head coach there now? Is this like Steve, Steve Wilkes is, is the coach Wilkes, of the right. other Cardinals. And where did he, he come was from? A, he was a defensive, uh, fence co- the defense coach for... For the uh, defensive coordinator for the Panthers, so gotcha. right, that's right, I did hear. And the Panthers just promoted a guy into his spot, so. Right. And when we're talking, all right, so that might be a good hire. We'll yet to be seen, um, but. 
while we're talking about coaching, I heard there is a, another news story breaking today was a drama in Green Bay where your boy Rodgers is not happy that they, I guess, like let his uh, let the quarterbacks, quarterbacks coach go without telling him or anything yeah he uh so he was on an interview i heard the interview uh it was on, on espn and Rogers he was. and he said himself like at first he just alluded to you know i, I like the moves we made um overall and some might have been a little weird but you know it, it, he, he basically signed off on the changes they kind of let it go then they came back to it like so you said a little weird what do you mean by that and then he went into uh not being you know consulted with the change at uh quarterbacks coach the thing is or how i kind of always saw it was they promoted him before then they kind of brought him back to that position when mccarthy uh was calling plays and all of that and during that fiasco a couple weeks a couple years ago i'm not mistaken i don't know if he was the oc or that was Edgar Bennett. But um, the point is, he wanted to do other things, and he wanted to become an offensive coordinator. Yeah. The Packers didn't want to make him the offensive coordinator. So they, so he wanted to move on to see if he can get a job elsewhere. I, I don't think it was... So they didn't let him go. He left on his own car. Right. The, his contract was up, and it was kind of like, well, we're going to bring you in for the same spot. I don't know if you want to do that. He ended up taking the same spot on the Bengals. That might be so, because there was no other offensive coordinator position out there, but I don't know. So why is Rodgers upset that at the organization then? So I'm not more sure. From what you're saying, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't. I don't know if he's upset or maybe he felt like they could have done more to keep him there. I don't. Listening to it, I didn't get that he was like. Maybe this might just be overblown stuff that's on Twitter right, now, right, whatever, right. but that, that's, that's just what I saw before we started. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't think it's really anything, you know, to have to be concerned about. It's just it's a slow fucking news week, and Aaron Rodgers is at, is in, you know, Minnesota hidden radio row and shit. That's all I think it is. I don't think it's anything. Similar. And uh, a, snow, a, snow, a slow news week is kind of strange because it is the Super Bowl week, but... But it's the worst fucking Super Bowl that we've had in a long time, and it's... The worst play. It's the worst season of NFL football we've had in a while, and it's the worst. Yeah, parts of this season were great. There were too many bad teams. It's it, parts of every season are great. That's not saying much. Hmm. It's it's been a bad year. I'm sorry. What do you guess like the highlight of the season was? Uh, I mean the championship game uh, in the NFC. No the championship game. What the hell are you NFC? talking about? It was a blowout. Yeah. Well, or I'm sorry, the divisional game. The, 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 Saints, the, the game. Saints Vikings. That yeah. play at the yeah. end of the game probably was the highlight of the. Yeah, well, and that game was exciting. also like yeah. really exciting. Yeah, uh, the second half was. Yeah, um, I guess so. Whatever. I think I still think the highlight of the year, if you're going back, was Steelers uh, Patriots Sunday it might night. Have been the best overall game. I just think that was a highlight because yeah. that that game, if it if it, it didn't have one super highlight like that, you know, of one play. Though. Right, but my point is that that just sums up the NFL season. If Jesse James. The ball is a touchdown that changes the whole dynamic of the playoffs it changes mm. everything and and the fact that the ineptitude or it's technically the correct rule but it's bogus and that's what leads to what we've gotten on the field this year and Goodell actually another piece of news came out and said he's very concerned about the NFL and the catch rule 
and that he's going to look to change that. So look for more changes concerning what is a catch, what isn't a catch. I'm so glad that our big, beautiful boy is very concerned about catches now, 10 years after we started having this fucking, like, absurd argument. Well, I mean, I think, you know, I know he does a lot of, you know, a lot of terrible things, but I'm with him on this one. I mean, they went back on the rule... Like, they've discussed this rule numerous amounts of times. I think they just need to fucking get it right already. Like, it's become a fucking joke. Like, if the ball breaks the plane for a receiver, a running back, it should just all count, I think. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just, like, they keep fucking with the rules on the fly in the offseason. And then we we see the rules in action, like, even as as early as week one of the season. And everyone watching the game knows, ah, this sucks. So like yeah, people who are programming a game like that you would play like with your hands at a controller, like they test those rules over and over like to make sure that everything makes fucking sense. Yeah. And just like this is America's like number one like sports league. It is it is a billion dollar economy unto itself and you can't get a rule right. Yeah, well that's an interesting thing though. How do you test it? Because in other leagues it's easier to play the games like obviously baseball or something. There's well, in every leagues. other league, you have a minor league. There's G League. There's minor leagues, and you could do pre more preseason games or different games, scrimmage games essentially, to fix to figure these things out. It's just not viable. But you couldn't do friendlies in football because they're so it's so fucking. That's dangerous. what I'm saying. Like you can't do it. So how do you? T- it's it, I can see why it would be harder to test some things, but yeah, I don't I don't really know the answers to some of these things. What would you say was the highlight? I mean, that's that was my think. highlight. I mean. uh of the, I mean, that probably was one of the best games. Now I have a bad memory. I'm trying to remember what some of the other really good games were. Yeah, it hasn't been a great season. There was, I mean, to give you some breathing room, there was that week two, I think, just that really wild um, St. Louis, uh, I'm sorry, Los Angeles and San Francisco game uh, that, like, no one expected to be good on Thursday, that was night. Thursday night. I mean, that was the best Thursday night game. Oh, I wouldn't sure. put that up there necessarily. I, I was amused when Hoyer came in and threw a pick six, like, on the first throw of the game. That was fun. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I do remember that now. It was really I don't exciting. know. I mean, the I would say, at least in the regular season, my favorite play that I saw was to get into Eagles a little bit. That that one Carson Wentz throw was probably the most impressive he was pretty good. Thing I've seen all all year. What, Which throw we talk about? Where he? Yeah. So he. Now I'm trying to remember who they're playing. It was probably the game before he got hurt around that time of the year. He like he was rolled. He rolled out to the right and was about to go down. Get sacked like ten yards behind the line of scrimmage. Off to the right was like going down and then made just a ridiculous throw like sixty yards down the field to Alshon. I think it was to. Alshon Jeffrey on the sideline or one of their guys on the sideline. You and the 40 Eagles fans that there are probably... No, but I like on Twitter, whenever it was, everyone was like, wow, that was the craziest play. What I, I need to like look it up now, but it was like the most impressive. No, dude, now that the Eagles are good, like a whole bunch of people who you haven't heard say anything about football for a long time. Are Eagles fans? Are Eagles fans. I mean, like, <laughs> well, I'm from Philly, I'm from South Jersey. Like, I get it, but... Yeah. No, it I mean, happens happy. with it. it I'm, happens I'm with happy it. for... Like, I, I don't dislike the Eagles. I'm not a you know, I'm not a Giants fan. I'm on record as fuck the Eagles. Because you're a Cowboys fan. Right. I don't dislike them. It's a lose lose Super Bowl for you, except that you like Brady, but I'm um, rooting for them, so but no, that that's just a random play that's in my head, even though it's I can't even Um, remember who they're playing against. Yeah, I can't like it It was a Sunday night game. It was like a big it was a big play. But uh but that's the thing, like if it would be more exciting Super Bowl if one still was there instead of Foles and if you look at the matchup, it is the two best teams, technically speaking. Yeah, they've two both finished with seeds, the best record. Best yep. record, so 
this, I mean, if mid-season or week 10 or whatever, if you were to say, like, this would be the Super Bowl, people wouldn't have been surprised, probably. Yeah, it's just the way it turned out, and, and on both ends, I find. It's just not very compelling. No, I agree. I mean, I, like I said before last week, I would have preferred the Jags in there over the Pats, just to mix it up a little bit. I was so close about. to Minnesota Jacksonville. <laughs> And, and that's the one we wanted. And, and neither beat So we said that oh at least God. me and you, uh, Eric, said that I don't, I don't, I think you didn't agree with this more, but we said the worst matchup was what we got. Yeah, Eagles, Eagles. Pats. So we should have picked. I'll pick that, knowing that we're gonna get. Well, the I worst. picked it. I picked the Eagles. You to did win. pick it. So. Yeah. So. so we both had Pats Vikings. She said Marv had Pats Eagles. So congrats, you got it right last week. Um, it will pick the game uh, today then as well, but. The yeah the, the the Eagles game was bad. Like I didn't even watch. I turned it off essentially in the second half. Yeah, it wasn't worth watching. Yeah, yeah. Vikings just got blown out. What happened exactly? Their hangover from the big play or I have no idea. That shouldn't I, that shouldn't no, establish no, getting blown there's out. There's no such know? thing as momentum. And actually, they came out like they got the ball first and they scored immediately. They scored first. Yeah, yeah. they went down the field. Like it's a really impressive drive. Right just never got it back again. I think what happened was they exposed Case Keenum for the player he really is. I think the defense exposed the them. The time to, to do it. And that's really what happened. Why? Because it was seven to nothing. Then I remember Keenum threw a bad pass. He got picked off and he got ran back where the where the runner ran. Literally across the field because he was on one end and he ran it back across the other end to get the 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 pick yeah, six. I, remember that. I would say the galaxy brain version of that statement, which isn't incorrect, uh, would be that the Eagles won on one at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Uh, it was kind of a humiliating day for the Vikings' line. That- yeah, I and, guess. Uh, and for the, their defense, their defense, the defense is a whole because, because Nick Foles torched and them. Keenum's not going to be your comeback kid. Like the defense has to keep him no. in the game, and they they had, they played terrible. What happened there? Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. That was that was one of those that I was I was confused. Like I wasn't watching so much because I just I had shit to do. I was watching the Pats Jags the whole thing. That was a better game. Yeah, we'll talk about that next. And that was a way. But yeah, I was saying I, when I'm looking at the score, I I saw the first couple drives and and then I'm like, wow, like they're moving the ball like it, and they were throwing bombs on them. It wasn't thinking and dunking. They were like going for home runs and they hit like on all of them. I was shocked to be honest. I I don't get it because I I saw the Vikings firsthand and I saw what they did to like the pack and they're the ones that you know killed Rodgers this year and basically killed our season with their defense because their defense is fucking so imposing. I was shocked. I guess if you back it up to the previous week, it started around this, the third quarter of the yep. Saints game is when the D started going downhill because they almost blew that a yep. lead on that one. Yeah, they should have blown it so, out if you think about it. Hmm. I, I just can't figure out exactly what happened. Would it have been better if the Saints played the Eagles in Philly? Yeah, would have been, well, Pro- would have been a better, better game. game and... Do you think they would have made the Super Bowl? I can't. I, it's really hard for me to say because it's hard I, to say, I can't. Yeah. The reason I can't say is because I literally don't know what happened in this Eagles Vikings game. Like yeah. I, I can't see. I figure out what. I mean, you're saying that both sides of the line of scrimmage. If you're looking at it that way, the Eagles might have been able to beat the Saints pretty good too. Uh, the Saints would have had a, a much better chance of keeping it close coming back. Mm-hmm. Breeze over Keenum, but it, it seems like the Eagles. We're destined to win, regardless. Yeah. Nick Foles aside, who played well anyway. So, uh, I mean, let's 
let's uh, re- let's uh, get into the Jags Pats, but uh, but then I want to figure out what the Eagles can do to beat the Pats essentially because obviously they're playing well. But so the Jags Pats game, Jags could have won like they were on the right track. Yep. Then what always happens kind of happens. There's just too much time. Like too it needs time. to be to beat the Pats, you need to only play three quarters basically. Well, first, it's like that last level of a game where the game doesn't want to let you win. And you barely ever do. You kind of have to. You have to come all overcome all these obstacles, the refs, the bad play calls, field position, like everything. You have to overcome it. And the Jags almost did it, and then they got conservative and they they played not to lose. I really generally think. Is that a thing, that always that a thing in video games you too? Almost you beat play. the Patriots. Huh? That's what always happens when you almost beat the Patriots. Uh, I don't. Th- I wouldn't say always because, for instance, the Steelers game that I mentioned earlier. I thought the Steelers played better than the Patriots. I thought they should have won, and mm. I don't. The people will they say didn't have a big they, lead in that one, right? Right. So it wasn't exactly the same thing. Right, but people will say maybe they played. They didn't play to win because Big Ben uh, didn't call a timeout. I don't know. Whatever. But I. I think they played to lose. They didn't play to win. They played not to lose and and that was the wrong call like I felt like they should have probably been a little bit more aggressive and they just missed plays that the Patriots didn't miss like that Danny Amendola throw Jesus Christ yeah. he was so clutch in that fourth quarter I, I don't know it it's crazy though that that's the Patriots magic that that I'll be talking about like people that you never expected show up and yeah, and the Jags style of play in general just isn't aggressive like that. And right. it shouldn't be for them to be successful, probably, because with Bortles and everything, they're, they they got to be run-heavy at shorter passes. Right, it's not like they weren't playing true to form. It's just like it stopped working. Yeah. I mean, there were a the lot of things, though. That tightened it, up by, for the Pats, for sure, in yeah. the second half. There's a lot of things, though, that if you look at just small things, and this kind of reminded me of Packers-Seahawks that year that the Packers blew it with, like, Four minutes left. That extra, um, the onside kick. Onside kick and yeah. yeah. So it reminded me of that because there were so many things that you look back on and it's like, damn. If they just do that, they win the game. The third and eighteen play that that Brady found Amendola middle of the field on third and eighteen. If they punt that, if they don't make that, they don't convert. The game's probably over. Uh, Blake Bortles pass on the sideline with. Uh, uh, Leonard Fournette running up the sideline. He has a linebacker on him. So if he just catches the ball, puts his hands out, he probably runs 60 yards. Because, you know, it, it, that's one of those plays again. Um, the fumble. The fumble recovery where they blew the whistle dead and it would have been a touchdown going Which back the they other gotta way. they got to figure that thing, too. I don't, I don't understand why they ever blow the whistle before. Right. Let them run to the end zone, and then they can look at it. Yeah. They've been doing this all year. Exactly. Even like the passers, too, but, I mean, that's really starting to frustrate yeah. me. That was the same thing you with, have the, with the Chiefs. So yeah. Well, I mean, after. I don't know. Doing so, I get I get what's happening there, because if, if you don't blow the whistle, you let them run to the end zone, then the call on the field, the thing that would need to be re- overturned, is a touchdown so you're like affirmatively giving another team six points and if you can't tell like was the run because it's a scrum and uh like replay isn't in there right on top of the guy's uh knee or arm or whatever like you can't tell but was the, he down did he fumble do we know for sure that the other team recovered but that's why you know have, for sure but what's the, the difference of looking down? at a, but that's a, why you also have the replay because like the ball was clearly yeah. out because what's no, the that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, that situation, sure, like the ball was clearly out. 
but you can't affirmatively put six points on the board for the other team because of the like how dangerous. But you're not, because no it. one's tackling yeah. him, no one's touching yeah. him. If he's running, that's on the Patriots. It's not on the refs to stop him. That's on the Patriots. Here's why I disagree with what you're saying, Tr. Because there's still, at least in this case, it's still looking at is it a turnover or not. So you're gonna. That's what's being looked at. Not is it a touchdown or not. So if it if it is a turnover, no. Yes, what I'm saying, you if you touchdown. put six points on the board, what you were looking at, the play that you were looking at, is now a defensive touchdown. Yeah, but so it's the thing that like requires affirmative like, uh, like. But it's not the stand, same. Requires a different standard. It's of, not okay. the same as if you're reviewing a regular touchdown, uh, because that's you're just looking at the touchdown. Did he score or not? Did he? No, but you were reviewing. I don't know. You're reviewing. Am a I crazy? Turnover. Like you're reviewing a touchdown no matter what. No, you're reviewing. You're reviewing the turnover. And in this case, if if they if they if the turnover stands, the, the touchdown stands. Yeah, but the if it's overturned, then the points are off the board. It doesn't matter. They're not looking at did he cross the plane on the touchdown. You right. What, what I'm saying, saying is like, turnovers in this like they're always hard to read. Just like was was the quarterback's arm going forward? But was, it's hard to read regardless. So what's the points being on the board make a difference? There's no reason to blow the. Play I mean, down. there's there's too much room for an officiating like foible to swing a game if you like add points to a scenario where we're it's really still, not sure if he was down. We're really not sure if he picked up the if like he recovered the ball and wasn't touched. Dude, yeah, but this, it's, this, it's still swung this game. If they had blown the whistle, they could have probably. If had they don't seven blow the points. whistle, it, it's. What would have been? I don't remember the score. Thirty-one to ten. They were winning at the time. I think it was twenty-four ten. Or no, 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 because they kicked the field goal. I think after this, it might have been twenty-one ten. So with the touchdown, they're up three scores at that point. A seventeen-point game, or eighteen-point game, whatever it would have been. But yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I absolutely understand why you can't just let the guy run. Uh, in that. I don't. Like, I mean, based I, on the current. What's the point of like defensive t- uh, scores at all? Then they just say if you get a turnover, just. Kneel it on the field and take up from there. I might as yeah. well do that if you're not going to let yeah, these exactly. guys. If you're going to blow a whistle every time. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really get your argument either. But no, you you because in order to overturn the rule, you have to have. There's a certain standard of evidence. Like I know, but my point is that it's still the standard is still the same. The extra points are not don't matter. The only thing that makes a difference is. If the if the defense right. didn't but if it's the not turnover clear, they deserve, then if they're it's getting not clear, screwed over. Like whether the there whether there was a fumble, whether there was a recovery, whether the the defender who picked up the ball and ran back it was. But they touched. could change. They could change all of those calls. No, like they absolutely they, cannot they, change those rules. Yes, they. But no, I'm not talking about rules. I'm talking about so all of those calls that you're talking about, whether he got touched, he ran it in, he it was it a fumble. That's why they have replay. To look no, at I'm all of those things. No, I'm saying the scenario in the replay, there's a certain standard of evidence that sometimes, because of camera angles and bodies in the way, you absolutely cannot reach. But that wasn't one of these plays because you could clearly see. Yeah, that we're the not ball talking about out. this play. I don't give a fuck about this play. I'm I'm saying like I understand why you like. But so what? So why you're you saying have to like, blow that play if down. it's if it's like a fumble where you can't tell. All right, let's say that that doesn't make sense because. I I get what what you're saying. You can't just let him run forever. Like the invisible but, hand is but, the invisible hand is way more noticeable. This isn't one of those plays then. So say that. Say okay, I get why, but at the same time they fucked up on this call because this call there's no way that it was clear as day that the ball was out. You have the replay. There is no no obstruction obstruction of viewing or anything like that. And when he gets up, he's running the opposite direction, and everyone knows that he has the ball. Why would you blow the plate that I There's no... I, because I then seven times next season, someone is going to pick up a, a loose ball when it definitely wasn't a fumble, run it back, score, 
and we have like and, we, and then you have replay to show you that it wasn't we a fumble. don't have the replay to show that it wasn't a fumble so we have to rule in favor of the touchdown if there's, if there's still going to be well i would re- always rather rule in favor of the score regardless so even if there is going to be some no, margin of error so. yeah i i absolutely see why like it puts the rest in control of like too much they already are though because they they've blown two fumble fumble recoveries that should have been touchdowns this playoffs alone they did that with the Mariota play, and they did it with this. And that shit is unacceptable, and that's why I hate the fucking NFL right now. Like, mm. those are two... Th- so the Chiefs move on if they get that. The Jags move on if they get that. That swung... That's why these playoffs suck. Yeah. That's why the season sucks. And who knows? The, the Jags might not have moved on. Like, the, Come Brady on, can still... Uh, yes, we've seen Brady do okay, amazing never count things. count him out no matter how Yes, 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 but, yes, you're right. But, but still, it would have been, you know... But, I mean, the odds of that... And especially in that Chiefs game, that was the even Chiefs more, is more of a that was bigger even, example. That was even worse. Where it was like, wait, what? Why? Are, what are they blowing dead? Like he's yeah. clear. That's clearly a fumble. I would just absolutely rather see the play blown dead and the right team come up with the ball at, at a field position that is not what they technically should have, uh, but with a chance to score, than to affirmatively award the wrong team points. Which absolutely will happen if you change that rule. It, it's going to be less detrimental than it is now, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, we absolutely disagree. Yeah, I think the world disagrees with you, Eric. I think you're on, you're in the minority on this one. There's no. Like, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. I still don't understand your argument entirely. I, I, I absolutely never want the referees to swing a game. But they're but they're doing that. Or, a ref, or an officiating mistake to swing a game. They're doing it. Anyway. Still, well, the Patriots still had to score those points. I get that. And and that's that's not necessarily the argument. Jacksonville Jacks still get could have points. scored those points. Well, and they might not have deserved them. Like in this case, obviously, like I don't even like have a visual memory of the play. You guys are saying it wasn't. It I was do. A it was fumble. open down the sideline, and they called it a fumble anyway. Yep, they called it a fumble. Yeah, Jacksonville got they, the ball. Yes, but they should have had the touchdown. But it's it's so no hard to score in the NFL. Like it's yeah. hard, you're in the fifty yard line instead of should have just getting those points. Yeah, it's happened to the Browns this year too. More than once, I think. Like it's it's frustrating, um, but anyway, all right, we we talked about that long enough. Probably uh, everyone's turned turned off by now. Well, uh, but but what uh, the rest TLDR, of the game, I'm right. <laughs> the rest of the game, uh, obviously, we know what happened. Then, yeah. Uh, how I mean, how big of a lead do you need to have on the Pats going into the fourth quarter? There, uh, there obviously is no lead big enough. Yeah, well, I mean, twenty eight points is enough. So, they had, did, so that was not going to the fourth quarter. To be fair, that was going into the second half, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm right. saying fourth quarter, like it, twenty eight points would have been enough, probably in that case. There's not enough time to get. I mean, right. is it like, is is it twenty one points? Seventeen. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say seventeen. Then I thought about it for a second. I was like, I don't even know. Brady can get three touchdowns in a quarter. If he gets if four, the if he gets four down. possessions in the fourth quarter. And he can score 17 points on those. Like, he absolutely can score 17 points on those. He can do it. He can score 21 points. They're so lucky. They're so lucky. It's crazy. Like, I mean, teams, teams psych themselves out against yeah, these do. guys, dude. Like, well, it happens every year. So also, there's the anecdote game. about, like, the, the, like, Bill Belichick Patriots have just been, like, the kings of practicing in practicing situations in practice. We don't just run our plays. We're just like, okay, for the next 10 minutes, it's third and four. It is this much time left. Here is what the offense and defense needs to get done. And other teams just don't do that. The, the Patriots are infinitely more prepared. Yeah, always. I guess. I guess that's what it is. I mean, because, you know, I just we go back to all these, these last two Super Bowls, and it's been they've come from behind, but they really had no business winning 
either of those games. I mean, that's what it always kind of what you're saying just now. It it is a combination of the coach and the quarterback, which you always say with the Pats, Belichick right. and Brady, because Belichick gets them in practice doing that, and then he's the same guy, the same workhorse for years on, on end now, running those plays for him in practice and in the game. Yep. Which even if other coaching staffs wanted to implement some of these things, they just don't have the same piece to always do that. Well, even two Super Bowls ago, ago, uh, your comment they they always get lucky. Like, that's not actually luck. That Malcolm Butler interception, like they knew that Pete Car- Carroll, based on like the play call, like the tape that they had seen, had a tendency to like out coach himself in these situations and that, get too cute. That's my point. Is like teams beat team themselves team, against them. Like and, Malcolm, uh, 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 two he, two Super Bowl wins ago. Oh right, he has. A, they had a timeout. They're at the one. You run the ball, it's a touchdown. And it wasn't even like it was fourth down. You have... Right, Malcolm it, Butler like, has been quoted, like, had, like, on the day of, had been quoted saying, like, yeah, yeah, we knew what the play was. I, I knew what I had to do. And Belichick himself had even fucked up in that game just previous to that by not yeah. calling timeout. You're right. So they even had that advantage, which doesn't rarely happens, obviously. Yep. So they, yeah. yeah. They, they, they might then, be, you might be right, Mark. They just psych themselves out. And then last year, someone does. the Falcons, if they just sit on the ball, they win the game. Just based off time. Like, it literally, you just sit on the ball. You I'm not win. saying that based on that performance, Kyle Shanahan doesn't deserve a head coaching job. But, like, you had the lead in the Super Bowl against the team that, like, everyone is constantly gunning for. And you were like so married to your genius game plan that you outcoach yourself and allowed the Patriots to like win the football game. That's almost the opposite of uh, what we were talking about before with the Jags and what the teams do against the Pats as well, where they uh, they slow it down too much or they don't. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. well that's the thing. You got to play the perfect game to beat these guys. And I feel like the, the Falcons last year they played uh, instead of scoring a hundred, they scored a ninety-eight, and they came up just short. And the Seahawks that year, they scored a ninety-nine. And they came up just short. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they both could have won those games easily. And you got to play the perfect game to beat the Patriots. I, I mean, so with that in mind, what? how do the Eagles play a perfect game to, to win the Super Bowl? Then? Nick Foles has to be better than he is. All right, but I mean, he, he, he has to he be good last week. He has to be the guy he was against the Vikings. Right, okay. so you absolutely so can uplift starting Tom Brady. Point, you need to drop yeah. enough guys into coverage to, like, confuse route runners and just, like, take okay. windows away from Brady. Well, you have to win with uh, four people, and they have the line to like do that. Let's uh, let's start with the offense, let's say, because that's the easier task. I that's, not what I, that's not what I started doing. Sorry. I know, but that's why I cut you off. Sorry. But uh, I, uh, since we said falls, let's just start with the offense. And because I think it's easier to go against – that's the easier of the two tough tasks is to go against the Pets defense than, than their offense. So. defense is not – so I mean, as good as some of these pass pass defense, especially at the beginning of the game, even the Titans game, which was a blowout, essentially the the Pats defense first quarter didn't play very well. Yeah, the, and then in the Jags game, they didn't play well the whole first half, really. Yep. So what do we need them to not play well three quarters or more the whole game? Like how? What well, are, what do the Eagles do? To... What's crazy is that Bortles didn't even turn the ball over, man. He had the best and, game of his career, and. I think the Steelers one was better, just based off of the throws that he made. Because I feel in this Patriots game, he missed some throws, like the one I was mentioning with Leonard Fournette. But I think the numbers might have looked better in this one. But um, he, I, I, yeah, I mean, you're saying missed throws. I thought he looked better in the, in the past I, game. I think the um, they need, they can't turn the ball over. Obviously, like okay. they they have no to. So so they they can't turn the ball over. Maybe win the turnover battle where they'll get something back yeah but that's going back to defense right but 
It all starts with Nick Foles not turning it over, not giving it to the Pats. Right. Um, I would say if you could play ball control, man, that'll Run be the ball more. Yeah, but but again, that's 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 what we thought they would do with the Jags, right? And the Patriots took Leonard Fournette out of the game, really. Where to be fair, he was a little or hurt from the Steelers game, so uh, he was one hundred percent. I yeah. would think, but he he averaged I think three point seven a carry in that game, and he. Uh, but it just seems like at the towards the end when the field position was yeah. when the, when they were winning the field position, the Patriots that is, the Jags strayed from using Fournette. Or if they were, the Patriots were just going to sack the box. That's true. Was like, so that's the Pats' strategy: always target the best player and take him out. Yeah, Eagles have way more weapons than the Jags do. So yes, who, what? Who, who do you think the Pats are going to target? The running game. So Legarrette Blunt, Ajay. Blunt obviously knows them well. Yeah. I don't know. I think the opposite. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna force Nick Foles to make mistakes. So I think that's gonna, probably what I would. Do. I think they're gonna blitz Foles and and try to get pressure on him. Mm-hmm. And if you know, so taking one of their good O line pieces, trying to neutralize that is that right? I, I just think they're gonna they're gonna try to take advantage of Nick Foles and and even though the Eagles have a good offensive line, they're playing a backup left tackle. And if you if you blitz enough, I'm sure you know Foles isn't the best against the blitz. It, it could lead to some mistakes. By the bat, by the pet strategy, then I would focus on the right side of that Eagles line, the good side. Try to just keep going after them, overwhelm make, them, and make them work a lot, and then try to slide by on the left a little bit. Yeah, that, that, if that's that's what I would do if it's the blitzing thing. Now, all right. So flipping it, then, what does the defense have to do to shut down the Pets? Or neutralize them in some regard. They got to brush Brady. I feel like the Jags didn't do enough of that. That's well, we were that, talking about that. We were talking about that, and and we were like, oh, the Jags are going to get home, and they really didn't. If you think about right. it, they you they, have to be you have to be Brady's O line yeah. um, with four people. Like that's that's been the move for years now, De- a decade, literally yeah. a decade. They hit, they hit Brady a couple times. They got him around the ground a couple times, they hard did. hits. But the Eagles got to do it even more. They really got to yeah. Hit him hard. We still I feel, remember now that he's not eating strawberries or kale. <laughs> I feel like Brady, uh, he was going for home runs in that game against the Jags where he was going deep. Mm-hmm. In this game, I don't know if he'll be going deep or just trying to get rid of the ball as fast as possible because I think the Eagles can get home more than the Jags. I think the obvious answer for Brady is that this could be a big Brandon Cooks game. You just like get him against the, that third Eagles cornerback. Well, kind of was last week. Yeah, last week was Cooks a big game. Brandon Cooks game. I yeah, well, the obvious thing is that this is a Brandon Cooks game, and he, he's going to like take some deep shots to Cooks, and like probably he will. But obviously like there's this like other like third-dimensional chess thing that Belichick um, is like known for doing where... He's gonna he's gonna run cooks out there, but that's gonna he's it's obviously going to be a decoy. You have to take it away, and doing so leaves him room underneath for like some of these running backs. No, that's what See, I'm saying. I think this is a James White game. Like. I, yeah, I agree. I kind of think that they should let if Cooks burns you a couple for a couple big catches, that's fine. They can't. They got to shut down the more thinking the crossing route stuff with Amendola and with these running backs, like. They got to keep a lid on that and not let any big plays get out that way. Also, Gronk yeah. has not yet been cleared to play he's medically. He's, he's absolutely going to play. Yeah. Well, playing. that's a huge break if he's too. I mean, if he's more of a decoy out there. No, nah, he's going to play. I don't think it's that serious. He'll play, we've, but... we've seen these concussions before, and he has two weeks in between games. I don't. I'm not buying that. So he's going to play. And 
Well, and it's not as that if the league even, actually cares about its players' brains. That too. That too. Yeah. So that that's also another. That's also another. Um, just fucking Jesus Christ! It's so hard to beat these guys. Honestly, I wasn't even about thinking it. about yeah. Croc to be honest. Yeah, man. Yeah, like Cooks, Amendola. Uh, uh, like, oh, I forgot about. Him. Um, well, it's not. He's. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll see how he looks out there, but. Maybe uh, I I feel like they won't go to him as much as they normally might. I don't know. I I can I can see him having a big game. I think James White is gonna have a big game. I think it'll be that type of Patriots performance where Brady's throwing a lot, and uh, and James White is the beneficiary where he ends up like ten receptions or some shit like that. Was White the one the running back last year at the big games? Yeah, it was White and and Edelman basically that game. Yep. Which they obviously don't have this year, but and they've got Amendola and Hogan. Hogan hasn't yeah. done a thing. Since I mean, like, he's not. He's not on the same level as no. Hogan. I don't know. Yeah, I think Amendola is the one that, that really stepped up. And Definitely, he's always injured. I mean, they, this yeah. is like the first year he hasn't really gotten injured. Yeah, and it might be because they don't they don't use well, them all the time. Still time they left. have so many. Yeah, well, so maybe I mean part of the Eagles' perfect game strategy might be that. Maybe Grant comes in the first drive of the game and has to go out or whatever. Just cold cock him for no reason. I mean, hey, Run what the Ravens playbook? What is here's the thing? Why like, not? Like what? Grant is such a big guy that like you have to hit him somewhere. You're not allowed to go low anymore. Yeah. You have to go high. Like I don't see how they keep him out like safe. You, you know, <laughs> that's that's the thing I be thinking about sometimes. Like the NFL doesn't they don't penalize guys enough. That if if I'm on the Eagles right and right you know humanity and stuff, <laughs> you think you shouldn't do this, but. I want to win a fucking championship. And in that first quarter, I know this guy just had a concussion. What's going to stop me from hitting him in the head one more time? 15 yards? Yeah. Why not? I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I know, you know, we shouldn't be <laughs> promoting this. I mean, we should be going for Brady. Brady's name as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's more. That's way too obvious. But I'm saying, like, a receiver, he comes over the middle. I mean, why not? I, I, don't, I don't get why they wouldn't try to do that. All right, so yeah, it's it's. T- I mean, are you guys definitely saying Pats for sure win this game? Man, I don't know. This isn't. I like guess we the could talk about teams. It. Let's let's. All right, so we talked offense versus defense. So let's should we talk intangibles? I guess. I don't think the Eagles are scared of the Pats. I really don't. No, but like, is that going to matter? Uh, not necessarily, but it, but like you're saying that that people against the Pats um, psych themselves out or whatever in mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. One thing I, one big thing I think is LeGarrette Blunt because he knows them well and, and just the type of personality is anyway. Yeah. I think he's going to be leading them be like, you don't, don't want to be scared of these guys. Like, um, I don't know that much about Peterson, the, the coach, but obviously way less pedigree than Belichick. Well, and people seem staff, really but, impressed with his game. Plan but he seems to have the team. He kind of reminds me of Pete Carroll, to yeah. be honest. They kind of well, even like... <laughs> not the good comparison I want for this because it's Carroll Blue. But right. but I'm saying it seems like he's doing a good job at, at least dealing with that, that catastrophic injury, what could have been a catastrophic injury to their season, keeping them psyched up there at the playoffs. They still have the no one believes in us that most teams can pull out. Everyone but the Pats, basically, can pull that one out. But the Eagles are running that to good effect. Yeah. Um, well, I, think, I don't think they're scared. I, I, maybe they're just going to be outclassed, but I don't think they're going to psych themselves out. Well, I hope he, he... It seems like he's worked for Nick Foles. I mean, he used to be a backup quarterback. He was a backup for Brett Favre in oh, yeah, Green Bay a bunch of years. So maybe, you know, that might play to the dynamic of why Foles is succeeding and doing so well that, you know, he can just relate to his head coach. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know though. I do. So you don't think they're scared? Um, Not really. But I think they think they're gonna win the game. Basically, they they absolutely do. Okay. So did the Jaguars. <laughs> um, I the guess the Titans did it. The Titans no, did it. no, the Titans, the Titans did it. Um, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't see as much confidence out of the Jags that I do out of, out of this Eagles team. I will say this: the the little that I have seen in this lead up to this 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 uh, Super Bowl is most the boring, most boring two weeks ever. Little that I have seen, I've seen Nick Foles like get a lot of love, weeks. and he's gotten like a lot of um, he's gotten like emotional and shit on the podium he like started crying oh, really? talking about his wife and his daughter i don't want to see that shit and i think that's a bad omen i didn't know about i was that. about to say he's definitely going to lose now I didn't you talked about your you talked about your family after the game on the podium i mean i mean i'm sure they're asking him all of these questions but you know just the reaction I, I don't like it that that leads me to believe that just his reaction just he probably just feels like i already won Interesting. So it's more targeted. So the Eagles themselves are confident, but but I think it maybe, maybe the full overconfidence. Yeah, I think he's Could I think be. he's the uh, the X factor. I think he yeah. needs to play like he has the last you know two games where he didn't turn the ball over at all and. Well, he wasn't great against uh, Atlanta. Yeah, he was but fine. but he didn't turn the ball over. And he made a big throw, and then against the Vikings, he was just it was Aaron Rodgers on the field. It was crazy, yeah. but. I don't. I think you need at least a mix of that, where the the one constant is he didn't turn the ball over. I think anything could happen. I think this Patriots team, on paper and like the actual pieces that make up this team, especially the defense, are not as good as the teams that have like won in the past. And I'm still not going to pick against the Patriot, like the Belichick led Patriots in a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Well. What's the similarity between the Eagles' defense now and the the Giants' defense the two years they beat them? Weaker corners, great front seven. Good way of putting it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's I mean, that's maybe where to look as well to see if, if the upset happens. Yeah, I just think, like, that's been... That has been the blueprint to beat Brady and uh, ugh, alliteration. Uh, that has been the way that you can beat the Patriots, and and everyone has known about it for a decade. I kind of think Belichick and company are prepared to play that sort of game. Why'd you say ugh to alliteration? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of alliteration. What, why, and when did you decide this? That was weak. It was. <laughs> it was weak. <laughs> I actually think these corners are, aren't bad. Like Ronald Darby. They're not bad. Their their safeties are good. Malcolm Jenkins, McLeod. I don't mind this. I don't mind their 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 uh, defensive. I mean, you know, their DBs. But so you need to have weaker corners to beat them. I mean, I don't no, no, no. But he said. <laughs> I know what he said, but so I don't think his they're, they're that weak. I actually yeah. I, I like their corner. I think one of them is weak, Jalen Mills. Maybe just the weak uh, a secondary versus front seven. I mean, that's that's the, all it that's took. That's less superior. Yeah, group. I mean, that's all it took against the Seahawks in 2013, 2014. Uh, they they found the one corner that they could pick on, and they just fucking like ate him, like ate him alive. All right. Yeah. We'll see, man. I mean. I'm going to be honest. Are we making picks? Yeah, it's that time. I guess I just did. You're taking the Pats? What's the so. score? Let's do Pet Ken score. Do the score? Um, 24-20. 24-20. 
Okay, 24-20, so kind of low scoring. Well, I haven't gone against the Pats all year. And for that reason, I'm picking Philly. All right. Let's go, Eagles. Fuck it. Uh, I picked them last time. They came through. Let's pick them again. I I hope they win so bad. My score... I think they're gonna have to score thirty, like to to keep up with the Pats. I think it's gonna be high scoring. Like if they if they have any chance of winning, they have to score high. I think because I don't think they'll slow the Eagles. I mean the Patriots' offense down enough. So I think they have to beat them with Nick Foles and the offense. I think thirty-one, twenty-seven. Thirty-one, twenty-seven. Wow. So I I agree with you on high scoring. I think. Um... I almost sort of wanted to pick Philly myself, but I don't think two of us can. I mean, <laughs> is the Pats. I'm, so I'll go the route of saying high scoring, but the Pats do it to us again where they win at the end or they just get the drive at the end or they just do it at the end. So hmm. let me say something to the tune of New England uh, 38 to uh, 34. Well, you're out of your goddamn mind. It's re- very high scoring. All right. I'll say so. It's gonna go like. <clears throat> so I mean, what do we think? It, it has kind of gone against our expectations this playoff so far, to to an extent. We thought it'd be a low scoring game. With, has it? Because I remember, I remember acing the divisional round. Okay, but um, maybe I'm more talking okay, in terms of the. <laughs> hey, I don't look that right. No, uh, I'm I'm not talking necessarily about going against our expectations on the team that won, but how the games go, right? So. Mm. I'm mostly just thinking about the Eagles um, Vikings game where I thought that was going to be a low scoring defensive struggle. It was just a blowout. Well, for one team, it was. Well, that's true. It was a struggle for one team. But uh, basically, I'm just saying, I guess, kind of a redo of last year where they just do it to us again. So maybe the Eagles do get up to a big score, a big lead like Atlanta. I don't think it's going to be 28 to 3 or whatever, but. 24 10. Something like that, yes. Going into the second half. Maybe even then they get up to 27, 10, whatever. And then the, the pets start pouring it back on. I don't know. This is kind of like, I mean, I don't. I want Philly to win, not New England. But it's, but this high-scoring kind of exciting game is what I want. So that's kind of what I'm I hope so. About. I hope it's not a blowout. I, and that's kind of what I'm afraid of. It could that. be 38. You could remove the 34 from my Eagles score and make it 38-10, honestly. Like, that yeah. could happen, too. And that, that's what I'm scared of. That's what I don't want to see. And I'm praying, like, even if the Patriots do win, at least let it be a game. I wonder what the over-under for this actually is. Obviously, I would have gone way uh, over or whatever Let's it see. Is. The over-under, I'll tell you right now. And what's the line in the way you're at it, I guess? So, New England by four, which I think is... Which I had. I I would push yeah. that since I had a four-point victory. I, I would, too. We would, true, all, yeah. we would all push. We all have New England winning by four points. Well, no, you wouldn't because you have... Uh, you wouldn't push. 30. You would win straight up because you have the, the Eagles winning if they win. Oh, right, right, right. Or you would right, lose. Right, 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 right. Sorry about that. But um, New England by four, I think that's low, to be honest. I thought I expected it to be higher. It's a little low. I did, I did too. I was going to think like six and a half or something at least. Yeah. Um, as far as overs are concerned. They want it low enough so that enough people will bet the, the Eagles. Over-under is 48. So we blow that out the wall. I, I was in like the seven here. Yeah, I, I probably picked this way too high, but... Uh, it's 48, you said. I mean, Eric, you had a lower scoring game at 44. Mm-hmm. So you went under, we both won. Stand by it. Well over. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Look at the 24-20 Pats win. That's 
that's like one of the worst case scenarios to me. I mean, it's worse if they blow them out, but because it'll be less exciting. Well, we've talked about worst case scenarios before, and they have come to fruition. So. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. So probably. So that's the third. I I think Eric's is the third out of the, these three for what I want, but yeah. the fourth is the just the straight blowout, which is yeah. probably what's gonna happen now. Yeah. All right. Well, I think who, that's. Who do you guys uh, pick as MVP? If we if we're picking yeah, winners, yeah. so we're picking MVPs. When the Patriots win, Tom Brady will be the MVP. Yeah, I mean, I can't go against Brady. I mean, uh, what would I mean? It would have to be something weird like the Malcolm Butler type of thing. Even though he didn't even win MVP, right? In that one, no, Brady. they gave it a break. And last year, somewhere. James White. Oh, but yeah, Brady right. gives his trucks away and shit that he gets to. Yeah, he you know the secondary guy, I guess. That might be the biggest upset of all, Brady, them winning and Brady not getting MVP. Yeah, that would be, actually. Um, but if the Eagles do win, like you say, who is it? I think I think I'm think i going Nick Foles if, if they I win. I mean, it's, it's, it's the best yeah. bet to pick the quarterback regardless. How crazy but. would it be if he wins Super Bowl MVP, with, wins the Super Bowl, and then next year is like, yo, well, it's nice, uh nice run we had here. You have a good life. Take care. I mean, it's a good for him. I guess like, <laughs> go go spend time with his wife and daughter. Right? Yeah, like, I apparently guess. With the, I guess with so. the Super Bowl ring MVP. Do you think there's any chance there could be a quarterback controversy? I heard no. like talking no. heads talking. You know, you know, mentioned once right played after. once just played so well that I just don't think people are just going to be like, well, he would have done the same thing probably. Is Foles a free agent? I don't think so. I haven't heard that. Cause, Maybe people are just fine saying because he's still playing right in, the, in this year. Because I mean, if he if if he were not, then all think, of the Vikings quarterbacks are. Yeah. So, so, which is why I'm afraid they might sign Kirk Cousins. What if Foles goes to go, if he is? Maybe he'll go to Minnesota or something. I wouldn't mind that. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Packers fan. But if he if he's not a free agent, I think. I don't think that's the worst for the Eagles. Like, what if Wentz gets hurt again? Or oh, it's good. Obviously, it's good. Terribly. I would say. I think people make it want to make it sound like it's a bad thing if he wins the Super Bowl and that'll create a controversy. But I don't necessarily the think media. it does. I think Nick Foles is the perfect kind of quarterback for it not to create a controversy. Put it that way. Seems that way so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless Wentz comes out of his injury next year and just starts playing really bad, then maybe. But. Just in a vacuum, I don't think there will be, regardless of whatever happens in this game. Yeah. Are you scared of Alex Smith in the NFC East? Going back uh, to that? No. Okay, just just asking. Just curious. Uh, all right, well, I think that unless you guys have got anything else, I think that'll do it for this Super Bowl. What is it, Super Bowl 52? I think so, right? Well, the, the Broncos won 50 years the way that ago. they label the Super Bowl, so it is now the 2018 Super Bowl. Oh, they're not doing the numbers anymore with the, the Roman numerals? Too is confusing. that the case? Is that true? In the news. Um, it's L, L two. Yeah, they're back 52. to a short one. L just because they get the L fifty, fifty two. Right. All right. So everyone enjoy their Super Bowl. Like I said at the beginning, please get subscribed or stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Network. We will have a, a basketball episode coming soon. And a Phantom Threat. Don't episode. worry. Maybe if I catch up on that, me and Eric will get in the lab for <laughs> a Daniel Day Lewis cast. Uh, we could do something for the Oscars. I guess that's like a popular thing, right? Would we'll do. Uh, maybe we'll do that. And uh, all right, we're out of here. Peace.